Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 532 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Thank you so much. And here's today's question from Glenn. Hi, Pat. My name is Glenn. Um, I have a question about ebooks. I noticed recently uh, I've been downloading and reading a lot of ebooks, and I like to print my ebooks off so I can highlight things and uh, and go through you know the content that I that I do want and go get rid of the content that I don't want. Um, and I noticed that a lot of the ebooks that people put out are very um, graphics oriented. Uh, they have a lot of ink. Um, so I haven't been printing them off and that usually leads to me not using them or reading them at all. Um, so I'm wondering if it's a good idea to, to make an ebook with all those fancy graphics and, and all that ink, or if it would be a better idea to create an ebook format, which is very easily printable. Um, anyways, I just wanted to know your thoughts on this. Um, yeah, hope to hear from you. Thanks. Bye. Glenn, thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I haven't actually thought about this. Uh, I read a lot of ebooks, but I don't feel compelled to print them out. But I can see how it would be very useful, especially for those who highlight. And if there's a lot of exercises involved, I mean, it makes sense. You wouldn't write on your Kindle, so why would you not want to print things out if there are exercises and things like that? And plus, even if there aren't, you might want to highlight just so you can go back. And a lot of people actually don't use the highlighting function of Kindle books, you know, where you can highlight and it keeps track of it. I mean, there's something to be said with putting pen or highlighter on paper. So I definitely see where you're coming from. And I know from my own experience that on SPI, on smartpassiveincome.com, a lot of people like to print out my articles and highlight them and post them. Or, you know, if it's a thing they're working on, for instance, the podcasting tutorial at podcastingtutorial.com, they'll print that out, they'll pin it up, or they'll put it, put it next to them and they work through those steps right then and there. So when it comes to ebooks that you might sell on something like Amazon or even off of your own website, here's the solution I would give. This this is what I would do, and I, I, I haven't done this, but you, Will It Fly just came out, and this was not available, although I might now make it available because this is such a great idea. So I want to I thank you, Glenn, for, for putting this in my mind. But here's what I would do. If you have a book that has all these graphics, you know, and the graphics are often very important. You want to include images where images make sense. You never want to include images just to make your book thicker or to make it look better. I mean, yes, maybe the cover, of course, but inside you want to only have images that make sense and that are relevant to the content in that book. I wouldn't strip images out that are necessary for a book just because you don't want people to be able to you know, waste ink or something. So here's what I would do. I would write your ebook, if you're gonna write an ebook, in whatever way you wanna write it. Have any graphics in there that you feel are necessary, but then somewhere in the beginning of the book, or if you have access to those people's email addresses, somewhere you surprise those readers and you say, hey, reader. Obviously, you don't wanna say, hey, reader, but you just essentially, you're saying, hey, I have a print-friendly version of this book available to you for free. Go to this URL and you'll be able to get access to it for free. That's what I would do. That way, the ebook isn't compromised for those who might need or want to see those images, but it's also kind of cool, even if they're not gonna print it out, to know that that's there. 
and uh, it's it's a value add. It makes it makes your audience or your readers know that you're you're thinking about them, you're caring about them, and you and and really you can't choose how your audience is going to consume your content. You can only give them those options. So if somebody wants to print out that book, they have that option. Now here's the the sort of cherry on top. You could offer that for free, uh, and just have people go to a URL where they then click a button to get that ebook for free. Uh, but here's what I would do. I would actually put it behind a subscription. So people would have to share their email address in order for you to get that. And here's the here's the cherry on top of the cherry or the whipped cream or I don't know what I'm saying. But when you collect those email addresses, you tag those people as wanting printer-friendly versions of stuff. You can tag people in many email service providers. I use ConvertKit. If you want to check out ConvertKit, go to askpat.com slash ConvertKit, and you can see uh, how it's used from there. Uh, but you can tag those people as wanting printer-friendly stuff. And then whenever you come out with something in the future that might be printer-friendly or you might come out with something in the future uh, that has a printer-friendly component, you can separate or send a separate email to those people that will make them feel really special because you've paid attention to and have kept track about the fact that they like printer-friendly stuff. You're going to build more raving fans that way. They're going to feel appreciated. They're going to want to share your stuff even more. Bada bing, bada boom. That's what I would do. So, Glenn, I want to thank you for that question uh, and and the idea uh, because that is a great idea. And I am probably going to implement something similar with Will It Fly soon if it has not yet been implemented. And uh, what's cool about ebooks also, fun fact, is that you get to update them as much as you want. And it's, it's often updated on the fly. You don't need to create a whole new print version that the printers have to worry about. You just upload a new version, and uh, it can include any of those additional bonuses or things that you can use to not only provide more value to your audience, but also collect more email subscribers and then put them into whatever funnel you want to have to add more value and also hopefully down the road uh, generate more income too. So Glenn, thank you so much for the question. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And I also want to thank everybody who's asking questions. Obviously, the show wouldn't exist without you. So all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com. You can ask your question that you have that you want potentially featured here on the show just right there. So just click the button, ask your question. doesn't need to be perfect. Uh, as long as I could hear you, that's all that matters. It's my job to sound good, your job to ask the question. So again, thank you. Go to askpat.com. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day like I always have for you. And today's quote comes from Douglas Adams. He says, Lovers of print are simply confusing the plate for the food. Yeah, good stuff. All right, guys, thanks so much. Cheers, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
The Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.